Hello. Okay, so I just listened to Hello Teffy's um, latest TikTok, which by the time you listen to this, if anyone listens to this, uh, it probably won't be her latest TikTok, but it was in response. So she had made a post about like stupidity and then followed up with a video responding to a comment. Um, basically, not really about stupidity, but just more so explaining um people's comfortability with their ignorance right like instead of calling people stupid like just comfortability within their ignorance and not wanting to leave that and um you know this is after i posted uh the last 30 minutes of this podcast that you will hear um and I just wanted to take a moment to reflect on what that has taught me. Like, I really wish I could just, like, upload it and (laughs) just, like, play it and just be like, yeah, like, just just have that there because I feel like I would do everything, but I can't. So we're just going to talk about it really quickly. But uh, when you hear the last 30 minutes of this podcast, like, it'll all make more sense. So I'm all going to just prepare you for it, but... Basically, she tells a story of how um, when she was having a panic attack and she told her mother about it, how her mom basically just said like, oh, you know, like you're making this up, like you're not having a panic attack, like this distress that you are speaking of is not real. And essentially her whole thesis after she gives a a bunch of other examples is that um, her mother just could not handle it you know like she just she just could not handle it like there's just so much um there's so much that people are doing and so much that people are going through in their own lives that when there is more um they just can't handle it and they dismiss it right and she also talks about how like um okay let me let me try to get get my thoughts together i'm sorry but um basically she was saying how you know her mom did see how scared she was when she was having that panic attack um wait hold on what the fuck am i trying to say you know let me not try to like let me not try to say something and just say something but basically that like it's something that she that's what it is like she can't help her with it like her mom can't help her with it because it's like she just can't like she's she does not have the the means to do so right like she doesn't have the knowledge she doesn't have the emotional capacity like there's just so much that she does not have that is required of her to have to accurately deal with the situation the way that she wants to deal with the situation and so she still tries to deal with it the way that she wants to but it completely dismisses the problem at hand and it it doesn't fix it it doesn't solve it it probably just makes it worse and um I highly relate to that I fully 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 relate to that like I fully relate to that um and it it made me feel better which is super important because um I was not feeling good uh, as you could tell from the title of this and the uh summary of this episode i was not doing well and i don't think i'm going to change those two things because that's essentially the point of this episode is that like 
this truth will probably still be true for a while right like Teffy she's like 30 I think she says she says her age in the video but she's older now so you know she's past this but I am not there yet right like I'm 25 and I am just now really starting to understand you know like how quote-unquote crazy I was in my life how quote-unquote crazy my family is but also how quote-unquote crazy the world is right like a lot of the times I feel like a lot of us we like to think like oh other people are crazy and I'm normal but it's like no we're all fucking crazy like we're all struggling like we're all in need of real mental health work because it's the same thing with like physical illnesses back like 200 100 years ago where it was just like well not really 100 years ago anymore i mean yeah the 1920s okay but basically over 100 years ago how like people would judge you based off of that shit and honestly people still judge you off of that shit like if you're disabled and people don't understand your disability or are still indoctrinated within like the whole ignorant um philosophy of being physically disabled like point is is that this shit takes a long ass time it really does and it doesn't matter how many developments exist in science because it if that information is not spread across the world like across the population like across your community like it's only going to do so much like for example everyone likes to talk about this with climate change where it's like in the 1970s they were like bro this is bad but nobody cared. Nobody really listened. Nobody seemed to worry about it. And again, this ties back to what Teffy was saying about how um, people are going through so much in their life. Like people are going through their own things, struggling with their own shit, that when a new problem is added onto it, a problem that they they just they have to actually sit and wrap their head around they don't want to right like they would rather fight it right like they would rather literally do anything than face it because to face it means that you are now taking on this problem you are now putting this in your psyche and you don't want to right and it's just like damn that is a difficult place to be in and i'm really happy that teffy made that video because it really gave me much needed compassion for specifically in the situation with my mom and I want to vocalize more where it's like I feel ashamed that my mother could look at me and think that she failed as a mother that is where my Ups, like that is where my upset comes from it's the fact that I know that this woman could look at her life look at the effort that she put in and then just sit there and be like I fucking failed I failed like look at her I failed and it's like bro this has nothing to do with you right like I am trying to heal from my life's trauma like I meant it when I said and when I say said, I'm referring to the last 30 minutes. But it's just like like of this podcast, which was essentially the entire episode before I added this part. Anyway, but um, 
it's that like no it's like yes shit happened in my childhood and she wasn't perfect okay but I forgave that as much as I could I forgave that and quite frankly I still have forgiven that my beef now is just this just let me fix it on my own and I understand that it's probably impossible for my parents to see because they're like how could we let this how could we let you fix this on your own when you got into this mess on your own and it's like but you don't know what brought me here. And that's my biggest frustration with you all. Because when I first came back home, after being on my own, I did try to explain to them what happened. My dad listened, right? I mean, he grew angry. You know, in Teffy's video, she also talks about her grandfather. And my father is kind of similar to her grandfather, where, like, he grows angry. He'd be like, he like, you know, why? Like, why this? And why that? And da, da, da. Because, again can't handle it whereas with my mom she just completely dismissed it and that was worse like that to me was worse like dealing with my dad yelling at me is one thing but having a mom who just dismisses my feelings entirely is a whole other ball game because then it just makes me feel entirely invalid because how she dismisses it is by invalidating me. And then now this adds on and creates a whole new problem as I was trying to heal from my past one, right? So I really want to emphasize that when I say also in the last 30 minutes where I'm like, this is not becoming at her. Like I know it could sound like it, but I'm not coming at her. It's just the reality is she is not helping. And I have to vocalize that somewhere. Because when I try to vocalize it with any members of my family, they just defend her. Or like my dad, they just talk down on her where I'm saying, I don't hate her. I'm not mad at her. I don't resent her. I just wish she would give me the space to heal on my own. Because guess what? The, what she would want for me to do, and maybe what she wants for me to do would actually work, but it's the way that she's going about it doesn't work, right? Like it just doesn't work. Not for me. It's just making me angry. It's just making me feel worse. It makes me feel worse. And it's like, at where I'm at right now mentally is like trying really hard to not fall back into the way I have been over the past year. Like, I'm not trying to have another psychotic break. I'm not trying to lose my fucking mind again. Because I do feel like... I can see the light at the t at the end of the tunnel. Like it's still a concept. <laughs> it's still just a fucking concept, but at least I have a concept. It's not real, but at least it exists. And I want to hold on to that. I want to build something from that. But this constant attack, this constant like ugh, like it's it's too much. Having to constantly bring myself back up while dealing with these new blows like it's so hard because it makes me feel inadequate it makes me feel weak and it leaves me feeling shameful for not being somebody else for dealing with what i'm dealing with for having the problems that i have for creating the situations i created that let me led me to this place
When in actuality, all that happened was I was young and ignorant, like everyone else has been. How that manifests is different for each person. And no, that does not excuse the things that I've done wrong. But at the end of the day, it doesn't justify me having to feel like shit all the fucking time. So it's hard and it's really difficult. <laughs> but I'm really grateful for Teffy's video and I'm probably going to rewatch it over and over listen to it oh like i literally saved it like i want to listen to it over and over save it over and over because like it it was what i needed to hear it is what i fucking needed to hear and also want to note that when i opened tiktok right after i like made this podcast it was literally a tiktok that was like post your content post your content so that was also something I needed to hear too because I felt bad for posting, you know, this episode. But whatever. I'm trying super hard <laughs> to combat all of the negativity within me so that I can be renewed. Like negativity is a part of life, but it's like I will only be creating a negative force field around myself if I do not transmute the negative energy from the past within me right now. Because the negative energy is not going to stop. You know, like people are never, like people will never stop trying to bring me down. People will never stop trying to hurt me. This world will not stop being crazy. This world will not stop being dangerous. I have to learn how to navigate that. But as long as I have this weight of the past, of things that are no longer existing in my present, if I still hold that or harbor that energy, I promise you I will not survive. So I'm trying my best. And I do feel better. But I don't even feel safe enough to leave my bedroom because I don't know if my mom is home and I don't know if she's, if she's heard everything that I've said. And I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight anymore. I just want to be respected and seen for who I am. But but like even asking for that is stupid because they don't respect me. They don't like who I am. And I say they because it's not just my mom. It's my brother as well. It's my father as well. The only difference is my mom has the courage to say it. My brother and my father do not. But they don't respect me. They don't think I'm strong. They think I'm broken. And they think that they failed me for making me so fragile. And it's just like, bro. This is honestly what I think of people who think like that. Like, I used to babysit this little girl, and I'm really convinced that her parents, especially her mom, thinks the exact same way as my parents because she, like, they're exactly like my parents. And, um, and I already always noticed that. Um, and I'm scared that I made this little girl's life worse because they met me. <laughs> and, um, 
they're going and they met me during like a horrible time in my life and I feel like they're going to literally repeat the same exact mistakes as my parents because they're not going to want their daughter to end up like me but it's like literally going to push her into ending up like me <laughs> like please let your daughter cry like if you're listening to this let your daughter cry because if you don't I promise you you will regret it not her you anyway but it's just like um and if I'm full of shit then don't be offended like I don't actually know if this is the case I just feel this way from her behavior but anyway so my point is is that like people who are broken inside and I feel like we all go through phases in our lives where we're broken so that we can be renewed restored rejuvenated evolve better or stronger <laughs> I should say um like I just feel like if you if you saw what I went through and just looked down on it or just saw it as a failure it just tells me that in your life when you've been broken down when you've been hurt that you saw it that way and you never acknowledged that because I, like, I had this one, like, my ex-best friend, sorry, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> my ex-best friend, um, from what I've observed, you know, because we were friends for 13 years, okay? But from what I observed from her is that her way of dealing with her trauma was basically by gaslighting herself into believing whatever it is that she wanted to believe to get herself through and I think I was like that for most of my life I think that once things got so bad and I really just had a psychotic break <laughs> I feel like at that point there there was no more there was just no more there like there was the, I couldn't keep gaslighting myself because everything was so bad that gaslighting myself into thinking that it wasn't as bad as it was was just delusional which is where I was at during my psychotic break like I was just delusional but at the same time not entirely I was just delusional because of the timing but what I said wasn't delusional it just seemed delusional because of where I was at when I was saying all of these things. But what I said was valid. What I said was true. The timing was just off. Anyway, not trying to drag this on for too long, but basically a lot of people, they just lie to themselves. They just lie like they just say oh like everything's fine like things will be better or i need to do this or this needs to oops sorry i burped this needs to be done or this is where we're at like people they they, they try to control their narrative by creating a whole new one to blanket their reality but it's just like no we can change our perspective but we cannot change the truth you know and I had to learn that the very, very hard way. But also, a lot of people don't learn this at a young age. A lot of people 
go decades of their lives being able to survive through gaslighting themselves, through lying to themselves. And damn, you know, um, damn. And I feel like, and I could be wrong. And I, I always have this insecurity when I talk about my family, despite everything. I have a huge insecurity when I talk about my family because literally my entire life has been everyone, including extended members. Everyone in my family just gaslighting me about my perspective on everything, which is why I've always had issues trusting myself. But as I get older, I start to feel where it's like it wasn't that I was ever wrong. It's just that like they didn't want what I said to be true. Whether or not they even acknowledged what I said was true or valid, like none of that didn't matter. It was just the fact that I was even saying something like this. No, right? Like, no, <laughs> stop talking, right? Anyway, so anyway, so from my, I forgot what I was saying before, <laughs> like right before I uh, mentioned all of that um uh, okay what was i going to say let me pause also quick transition because we're about to get to a point where um i just made a whole new segment after later in the day because this was all made in the morning um the thing that i had forgotten was that I believe that I'm like the first person in my family to be the way that I am. Uh, but after you listen to this next segment, it's really going to make sense. It's really just a cultural barrier where I am American and they are naturalized American. You know, that's is that naturalized? Like, that's the word, right? I have not used that word in a minute. Anyway, but they were, they became citizens. Okay. Um, but I was born and raised here, had a lot of like American culture all through me um and so for that reason um i am the only one in my family that is this way that acts in the way that i do that partakes in the um activities that i partake in and that has viewpoints and ideologies and pers the perspective that i have that is very different from them um and yeah all right thank you enjoy okay so there was a whole section that i actually completely removed like entirely removed because I am I am really going back and forth a lot when it comes to talking about my parents and like my family in general, which I know I do a lot anyway, because I don't know how they're going to feel about it. And I don't want to create a horrible situation, even though I've already been vulnerable at certain things, but they were honest and they were true. So and they were said from honesty meaning like from my perspective like i'm not you know what i'm saying so it's just that's just how i how i see it how i feel um but i did just want to say really quickly um that i am grateful for taffy creating that video it really helped me a lot today i i've also reflected on a lot of what i'm going through and it all really just comes down to this fear of being unexpectedly thrown out of my family that is what i'm afraid of that is what i've been combating ever since i was a little girl because ever since i was a little girl 
I always knew that I was not the daughter my mother wanted. I knew I was not the person that my mother wanted, right? And I specifically mentioned my mother because she was the primary caregiver. Like she was the person that I lived with my whole life. She was the one that influenced me predominantly my whole life. Um, with my dad, there wasn't really much that I could do wrong in his eyes, but it's also because he wasn't physically there for like half of my childhood. So, um, and he was like, he would visit, but we didn't live in the same place anyway. So, um, I hope you don't hear that airplane anyway, but then, um, when I moved to New York and he started to see me, things started to change. And I feel like what he and I go through a lot now is him making peace with like who I am and what I am but I also feel like both of neither of my parents understand why I am the way that I am and I don't feel comfortable enough to share it with them because anytime I have in my past I would just start crying and they were not good with that like they don't know how to handle me crying they do not know how to handle me being emotional but I have no other way of being vulnerable you know like I can't talk about my vulnerability without crying when I speak to my parents because they're not like some random fucking stranger on the street where I intellectualize my feelings to tell them because even if I did I feel like they wouldn't understand what I was saying so there's just so much barrier like language barrier generational barrier cultural barrier that I cannot communicate with them I can't deal with their impatience I've never been able to deal with that and so instead I just clammed up I just shelled up and just went about it on my own and now they're just seeing the results and they have no idea what's going on they don't understand what's happening and they don't understand that the best way to deal with it honestly is to go slow to get to know me and all these other things but they're just not like that and I don't think they're ever going to be like that And so that is why I get emotional. That's why I get stressed out. That's why I react the way that I do because I'm at a loss and I'm scared, right? Like I literally am always scared of their reaction because their reactions have become such a huge trigger for me right like my parents would always come at me as a kid where they're like you're so sensitive like you can't and it's just like yeah y'all grew up getting beat right my mom stopped hitting me when i was six years old because we both went through a very traumatic experience where she beat the shit out of me right and after that she never really hit me again but i was it obviously changed my relationship with her it made me feel unsafe to tell her anything right like it made me feel very unsafe to tell her anything it made me feel very unsafe to make her angry you know and I still have that fear and even though she doesn't like hit me anymore it's like but her anger and that emotion and that energy behind her words are just as damaging because there is a physical memory tied to that and then there is also just a bunch of memories tied to 
her making me feel bad and then those memories are now tied to other memories and it's just it's now just become a whole web of trauma and memories and I just don't want to deal I just want to run away from it and all day today I've just been in this weird funk because I don't know what to do with myself I just want to listen to music and block the world out and instead of doing that I was just I mean I ate you know I um you know I I watched some things but I just I'm struggling truly in a way that I don't know how to verbalize with them and I don't really want to I just I literally just want to like curl up into a ball and just be in the corner and just be left alone until I feel better until I feel stronger which will not happen overnight like I've already been here for over a year and I'm still healing I'm definitely much better than I was last year but there's still more healing that has to be done and I just feel like it's not fair to them And my mom did say that, like, I worry too much about making money. Like, I don't need to make money. But then, like, my dad is struggling and she tells me not to feel bad about that. But of course, I'm going to feel bad about that. That's my father. Like, I understand through their marriage, they went through shitty things. But it's like, I was not, I'm not his wife. I'm his daughter. You know, like, I don't have that experience with him. And even if he is exactly as she says he is and i want to believe her it's like i need a chance to see it as awful and as painful as that is and maybe she wants to protect me from that but i have to see it that's the kind of person that i am because it's not about just protecting myself it's about understanding what i'm up against that is how I can best protect myself. That is my method of protection, is understanding what I'm combating. And sometimes you can't, and you just got to know how to deal with it, but it's neither here nor there. Anyway, my point is there's just so much. It's so complex. But I still wanted to post this episode because despite everything, I just feel like this is something that people can relate to. And maybe I'm wrong don't 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 come don't at me it if you don't relate that's fine just let me have my my soapbox then but that's just what i want like i just want an outlet i want to feel like there's something that i can control i feel like my mother thinks i don't respect her because i don't listen to her and do what she wants and to me that's not respect that's obedience and i'm not gonna sit here and be fucking obedient like i'm literally a grown-ass adult And she never stopped me from doing the things that I wanted to do. I just did it behind her back. And that's something I just wish she would understand. She's just now finding out about the drinking and the weed. But it's like, this has been a part of my life since I was like 19 and 20. Right? And like, I started smoking when I was like 21. So it hasn't even been that long. But I no longer have the same relationship I had to it when I was younger and I was just obsessed with feeling it, like feeling drunk and feeling high. I no longer feel that way. Did I rely on it much more when I was going through a tough time? Yes, but I'm not an addict. And I have to keep saying that because she literally thinks I'm an addict. Like she literally thinks that I'm an addict and she's not the only one. I've had many people who think I'm an addict because they see that I'm going through a mental 
um, mental health issue and a lot of people have addiction in their family and I've had this happen to me a lot where people compare me to their dads who are who are addicts and it's like bitch I'm just going through a tough time but then they don't believe me because they're like oh no addicts think that they're addicts and it's just like then I talk to people who've actually dealt with addicts and they're like girl you're not an addict I'm like well tell these hoes that anyway I stopped talking to those hoes but it's just like my point is this rhetoric is not something new to me right and it's just it's frustrating because it's like i don't want your help the last two people i had to stop talking to were two people who really felt like they could help me and it's like girl i just wanted a friend i don't want you to help me i just want a friend you feel me and i also was going through a lot so not to say i was a good friend or a healthy friend but like it just a lot of shit anyway so in the next 30 minutes, you're going to hear me having my mental break and going off. But again, even though I mentioned my mom and I think I mentioned other people in my family. And I do think I also say one thing where I'm like, I, I want to believe my mom tried her best, but I feel like that's wishful thinking. What I really want to clarify with that is that like from a lot of moms that I've seen that remind me of my mother. People told them. People told them what they were doing. Like, people tried to warn them. People told them. And they didn't believe them. They didn't listen to them because they wanted to be right. And they wanted to prove that they were right. And this is something I personally struggle with all of the fucking time. And so, like, for example, I don't want to go to university. Like, I really don't. But watch my bitch ass go to university. (laughs) I hate everything. Anyway. But my point is, is that it's like in life, like people will try to warn you and you don't listen to them, especially the younger you are. And that could be at any age, any age, young, just meaning younger than you are when you realize that all these other people were right. And yeah, I just, I just feel like she did her best. And that's why I want to say it's not wishful thinking she did do her best and i mean if she's like this one mom i'm thinking about then honestly she ain't do her i'm sorry like because you know what i mean like i'm trying to compare it to the school thing and it's just like for me when it comes to school like i didn't want to go to school not because i didn't think school was bad i don't think school's bad but because i knew that i could not do school while i lived at home i knew i could not do school when i wasn't at home i've always had such turbulent like home environments since living in new york i mean not like yeah like honestly going to fit was extremely traumatizing i think that's really what it was fit was extremely traumatizing and the people that i shared a dorm with were fucking horrible and all the other people that like that were involved in that were fucking horrible people i'm sorry like just calling a spade a fucking spade and like i was broke and i was not perfect but like these hoes they made it their mission to hate me over jealousy like it was just straight up jealousy and i was so blindsided by it and this happens to me a lot which i'm gonna go through this with therapy where it's like i'm very much unaware of how people feel towards me and i don't understand it and it just always ends up horrible 
because I do things that upset them, but they never once tell me that I've upset them. They just react. And I was too young to understand these reactions. You know? Anyway, so when I say too young, I just mean like naive. Like I did not have enough life experience to look back on to be like, oh, this is what's happening. And I didn't have anybody to ask. Right? Like I didn't really have anyone to talk to. And the person that I trusted to talk to, like I said, we were friends for too long. She was never a friend. And she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about or doing anyway. She spent, she was the most jealous person in my life of me. So of course, just, my God, it was just horrible. Jealousy, seriously, y'all think this shit's a joke. Jealousy is not a joke. Like if someone's jealous of you, just stop talking to them. I mean it. That's the only best of best advice I could ever give you. If someone is jealous of you, just stop talking to them. Point, but I don't give a fuck. Because if they don't have that jealousy under control, bitch, they're gonna destroy you because they're not gonna have that jealousy under control. And jealousy is a very powerful emotion. Anyway. But anyway. And the thing is also a lot of people, here's the thing that's so funny. A lot of people will say that someone's jealous of them. Like, for example, that girl that I, that, that awful girl that would not like, uh, like you guys understand. And I feel like if you know me, like if you know me, you'd be like, damn, it's so crazy. Y'all were like, quote unquote, best friends. I'm like, no, that bitch was never my friend. Uh, anyway, but she was a fan anyway. But the thing is, is that when our friendship ended, she had the audacity to tell me I was jealous of her. Bitch, I'm not jealous of you. You ruined my life. Nobody ruined yours without me. OK, you know, what? I take that back. Nothing about me because she did get into a good school, but she decided not to go because of her debt. And then everyone like from my high school was like, bitch is a liar like you said you were gonna go there and she should have went there she still ended up in debt anyway and then she blames me for all her problems she blames me for the debt even though i was the one that told her to go to that school despite the debt she ain't listened to me she literally blamed me for all of her own decisions like point blank and like that's was that was really frustrating and also she would manipulate me into encouraging her to be a part of things then then she would blame me for it like this bitch was a fucking crazy anyway anyway i'm not gonna lie i feel like my dad's like that like you guys understand like i have no proof but it's the same way with that girl i, I there was no visible proof besides like shady behavior but with my dad, obviously he's my dad. So it's very hard for me to be like, oh, I see shady behavior because of, like I said, in my childhood, like we had a very good relationship because we were never really together. We never really talked. We never really shared a life together. So it's easy to love at a distance like that. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, but anyway, so point is um i remember what my point was but a lot of shit just went down (laughs) and a lot of things um i forgot what i was talking about i literally forgot i'm so sorry but um point is yeah stay away from people who are jealous of you just do it because next thing you know they're gonna have telling people that you were jealous of them it's like bitch nobody wants to be you like literally nobody not a single person no one (laughs) like That is the saddest truth about your life. Nobody wants to be you. Nobody wants to be like you. And I feel like when I was at my lowest point, that's how people felt about me when I was trying to explain what had happened to me. They're just like, bitch, nobody want to be like you. And it's like, okay, keep that same fucking energy then. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, but um, 
I will just never get over the fact that that girl told people I was jealous of her when I was literally the only person in her life that was encouraging her to do things. Like, she got into a good school, and people in my high school try to use that against me. But I literally was telling her, I'm like, fuck the debt, just go to the fucking school. I was the one that told her, I was like, you need to put in your financial aid. Put in your financial aid. The bitch didn't want to do it. And then she had no financial aid. And the school was not sympathetic. (laughs) I was like, bitch, go with the debt anyway. Bitch ended up in debt anyway. So it's just like... And it just sucks that I will always be seen as the villain for that when it's like, that's literally just not even true. And that's really the thing that has fucked me up the most is the fact that like, I have no way of proving that what I'm saying is true. And people will always believe her over me because one, racism, she's some light-skinned, racially ambiguous girl. And two, because like, people just like drama, People really just like drama. They don't really care about you or your life. They just want juicy details, which is really fucked up. Anyway. Anyway. Stay away from jealous people. Because they're really going to have you fucked up and telling and then telling people that you're jealous of them. And it's like, girl, why would anyone be jealous of you? Why would anybody want to be you? Why? Everything that you are, you copied from me, you fucking psycho. Like, I just, I can't. I can't. And the thing is, I can't just, I literally just can't get over the fact that that happened, that all of that happened. Anyway, I just hope karma got every single person. That's all I have to say. Every single person. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> clearly I'm still not fully healed from that experience. But anyway, I don't, again, I'm not the victim here because it's like, I don't expect these people to have any empathy. They never did. So why would they in the future? So if any of them are listening to this, go fuck yourself. I don't care about you. That's why you're blocked. Like, it's just that simple. Nobody cares about you. Live your life. I will never say your name. You don't matter in my life. Go away. Anyway, but it's just like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Let me reel it back in. I have a lot of things I'm still going through. Um... But my, I don't remember how I got to the whole jealousy thing, but anyway, like, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't really have much to say. I'm just tired of living here. I really am. I just want to be left alone. And then I feel like asking to, like, wanting to be left alone makes me a horrible daughter, a selfish person. And it's like, no, like, I just want to be left alone. And I'm always scared they're going to kick me out unexpectedly. And that's what I'm always preparing for. Like, I'm always preparing for that. And I prepare for that because, for example, my mother finally found, like, finally has been officiated. I I answered yes. I do smoke and I do drink. And that's not going to stop because I don't want to. I don't have a problem. And, like, I just don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, she doesn't believe that. She thinks I have a problem because she just thinks that, like I said, everything they've been going through, everything that she saw, she saw without context. And I did try to explain the context to her, but she didn't want to fucking listen because she didn't want to deal with my emotions. And it's just like, if you don't want to deal with any of these, like, I don't know what you expect from me. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. And that's pretty much the last 30 minutes about. But I mostly mentioned my mother because my dad doesn't do anything besides make me uncomfortable in certain ways but it's just that like and like pick at me and say horrible and like horrible um things but like in very sly ways right like my mom's very straightforward and my dad is very like subliminal 
so with him i just ignore him like literally like i'll just stay in my room (laughs) but with my mother she's home much more often and when i do see her there is much more confrontation right like my dad's not confrontational and so because of that that's why i mention her a lot but it's not because she's especially horrible it's not because she's this awful human being i just don't want to be here because it just doesn't work out but at the same time i wouldn't mind staying here this just seems unrealistic and stupid and just like even saying this just seems like a joke but i if if i just felt like you know what okay before i even say all that like i said her finding out that I drink and I smoke whatever I thought that like that's that was gonna get me kicked out and I still I don't know it still might get me kicked out like I don't know right and these I also want to explain why I think this this comes from the fact that when I was a fucking child these people literally had me repeat to them that like as long this is this is I'm sorry this is literally gonna be exposing their asses I don't even know if I should fucking say it because it's so fucked up but it's true I'm sorry it's fucking true like it's a part of my story I'm so sorry but it's like they would literally say to me as long as you're not gay and atheist or like and then as throughout the years it would add more things like doing drugs being a prostitute like all of these things they would like since i'll never forget the first time it happened when i was seven years old and they made me repeat it like first it was my dad then my mom and they made me repeat it <laughs> so it's like yes i spent my entire life being afraid that these motherfuckers are gonna kick me out like they're literally gonna be like oh this bitch drinks oh this bitch is a muslim like all these things and then they're gonna like kick me out so i've just been preparing for that that is what i've been doing that's why i've been so stressed out that's why i've been so scared i have been preparing since i was a little girl for this for this moment for this to happen and i don't expect it to end well that's why i talk about death because this is a childhood fear right and like when i was a kid i was dramatic so it's just like for me it just feels horrible but that feeling never went away and when you're a kid everything is so much more dramatic because it's so much newer or it is new so that feeling of fear that feeling of overwhelm that feeling of like oh my god like my parents not loving me anymore is going to be the worst fucking thing that could ever fucking happen like that feeling never expelled itself it never left all the fears that come to my mind starting from age seven until now they just grew until now it's this thing where i look fucking insane to them because they're just like why is she so sneaky because of you (laughs) jesus christ like because of the things that you've said to me that you don't even fucking remember but i will never fucking forget because my life started with you jesus like i came in the middle of your goddamn life but you you were there from the very beginning the shit that you said i never forgot but you forgot that's the most fucked up part so now i'm living with this and then you're attacking me because you don't understand bitch why don't you try to understand because you don't think i'm worth understanding but this also goes back to what teffy said where it's like they don't have the capacity they're too afraid they don't want to understand they're too scared to understand everything that they've ever believed about people who drink or smoke weed or who are not a part of the religion like now they're faced with that they're faced with their judgments and it's broken me bro like that shit has broken me 
it's broken yeah <laughs> it broke me <laughs> sorry this shit has broke me i'm broken i feel inadequate i feel shame i feel horrible because of them because i care about them i care about what they say i love them and now i have to sever that cord not saying i have to stop loving them or anything like that but i have to stop caring about what they think and that's so hard it's so hard the way that i have to stop caring about the way they think and it's killing me is the same way as them seeing their daughter become the very outsiders they've always judged (laughs) so we're all dying here and it's hard especially my mother i see it more with my mom than i do with my dad with my dad i'm gonna be honest with you guys i don't even know how this nigga feels i don't know what's going on he's a whole capricorn i have no idea what he's i i don't know i don't even try to figure it out to be honest i really don't even try to figure it out but maybe that's me repeating the cycle i don't know (laughs) you see what i mean like it's just a lot bro it's a lot and i try i i i don't know sometimes i feel like it doesn't even seem like i'm trying it feels like i'm not even trying like jesus like (laughs) it's just too much and it's like when i do have a little bit capacity right it's like my dad just wants to talk about his life and his problems and I'm just like, bro, please just quit your fucking job. Like, it's just like, like, I, like, I know this is, I know you're like, how would I, f-? but it's like, bro, like, it's gonna be hard one way or the other, but like, this way is just not, like, I just, anyway, it's just so much shit going on. And it's just like, it's, and I just want to be relaxed, but I can't be relaxed because like I said, I just always feel like I'm going to get kicked out. I always feel like I need to prepare for war. That is how I feel. I feel like I have to prepare for war. And that is where all of these suicidal feelings come from. That's where all of this anxiety and this pain, because I don't want to die. But it's just the idea of what could possibly happen makes me want to die. And again, none of this is even adding on to the fucking stalker motherfucker who's in the fucking lobby like it's just you know i'm saying where it's like dealing with that too and like again maybe he'll leave me alone but i can't trust that this nigga was on my line for damn near a year like a psycho i'm like go away (laughs) like jesus christ i do not remember it the way that you do i was scared i only slept with you i only put up with you because i was fucking terrified of you I was scared of you. I don't like you. You scared the shit out of me. And I'm sure he's scared the shit, of, uh, the shit out of a lot of the girls that he's been with before. Because he's not normal. And he doesn't understand just how fucking insane it is. How scary it is. How much I regret ever even giving him a time of day because it's so scary. He's so scary. You're just scary. Go away. anyway or maybe that's how my mom feels about me (laughs) where she's just scared where she's like oh my god oh my god she's one of them you know what i mean like it's just too much and i just want to be left alone for real 
And I just feel like my mom's just she puts all this responsibility on herself as she's trying to figure out how she she how she should deal with this and it's like honestly just leave me alone and i promise the best results would come of that but we'll see what happens we'll see what fucking happens i'm terrified i'm scared I don't want to be homeless like that's just what I'm scared of like I just don't want to be homeless and they make me feel like I'm gonna be homeless and not like they make me feel like I'm gonna be homeless right now but like I said this comes from them being like we'll love you as long as you're not x y and z and it's just like I mean I'm straight It's about the only thing. That's the only thing. It's the only thing. And you know what's so funny? That's what they get. Because I feel like they spent most of my childhood hoping I um, wasn't gay. Because I was a very, very hypersexual child. But I was a hypersexual child because I was molested for the first, like, couple years of my life by, like, babysitters and family friends. And I don't even know if my parents know about that. I never shared that information with them to this day because i see how they react to rape victims i see what they say about and i'm like yeah i'm not why would i ever trust you with any of the shit that i went through when you literally say things like when you victim blame people when you blame people for what they're wearing like why the fuck would i ever trust you why the fuck would i ever tell you anything like use common sense like why would i why and then and the things i feel like if they were to ever find out they'd be like why wouldn't you tell me why would i tell you like that doesn't make any sense i was protecting myself from you because the damage had already been done right and i feel like when i'm now that i'm older i feel like for them it would have been like well making those other people pay for hurting you and i'm like yeah but you would have also made me pay for getting hurt so like now they both now they got away and like you're in the dark you know what i'm saying like it's like this is why it matters that it's not like that you put this special treatment on your own fucking children your own fucking family like no you really really need to look at the rest of the world as if they were your own because people can hear you people can see how you're reacting and i've also had to learn that the hard way but it's just like and the thing is, I also want to say, everything that I'm saying, I can say because I've learned myself. I understand myself. And even if there's things I don't understand, I'm humble enough to know that I don't fucking know everything. I used to not be like that. And then I got my ass handed to me by that fucking bitch. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't call her a fucking bitch because that's not how I feel about her. That's just my anger talking. But I don't feel that way about her. How I feel is just that, like, honestly, I don't know if I should say it. it's really fucked up. But I just feel like she's a roach. I feel like I befriended a roach and I say a roach because I tried to stop being friends with her so many times and it just wouldn't end because she would always have something to say you know like I'll change or I'll be different and my dumbass would believe her but then I got to a point where I realized like she's really never gonna stop being my friend but you know what she did this stupid bitch no she deserves stupid bitch for this she purposely last year spring of 2020 she purposely when I tried to stop being friends with her two weeks prior decided to do some childish shit like she's not gonna end her friendship with me I'm gonna end the friendship with her so then when she ended the friendship with me bitch I blocked her like what <laughs> 
And I didn't block her right away because we had a lease together. But as soon as that shit was done, I blocked her off of my phone. I got a whole new number, actually, because what I mean by roach won't go away. Like, literally won't go away. Her only claim to fame is literally being my friend. And she had all these people fucked up. She really had all these people fucked up. These random fucking strangers who's only ever seen me during a fucking psychotic break. But did not see anything that led me to that. And they were quick to believe that because they're racist. I don't care how fucking liberal you are. A lot of y'all are fucking racist. And as soon as you see a black person struggling, you are scared and you believe all the stereotypes that have been conditioned into you or onto you or however the fuck you would conjugate that. I don't know if that's conjugation. Anyway, whatever preposition. Anyway. Anyway, so um, point is, a lot of what I'm dealing with now has to do with things that have happened in the past. And I'm trying to overcome it, you know, but I am fucking scared. This is a fear that I've had since I was seven years old. And I'm still scared. And we'll see. You know, we will see. I, I don't know. The best case scenario just seems so unrealistic. And the worst case scenario just seems very, very realistic. Even though a lot of people are like, they would never kick you out. And I'm like, I know, but that's not the energy that they've literally given to me my whole life. That's literally not how they've made me feel. That's not how they've like. And the thing is, they've never said they would kick me out before. But it's like when you tell your seven year old kid, like, we will love you as long as you're not this, this and that. And like, keep on with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they prayed that I wasn't gay because I was a huge LGBTQ plus um, advocate when I was a teenager. And it's like, well, you got your wish. I'm not gay. But everything else. (laughs) Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. with a bunch of terms and conditions and it's like i don't want to be homeless bro i don't know if that's been clear to y'all i don't want to be homeless i don't want to be homeless i'm scared of being homeless i'm scared they're gonna kick me out i'm scared that they're gonna be like oh she's a worthless piece of shit like that's literally like and not even i already i'm not gonna lie i already feel like they feel that way even though they may not feel that way maybe they like i don't know i'm not gonna speak for it because i it i'm so scared that i can't even entertain the fact that like my parents love me i it just seems unrealistic that they would love me unconditionally because quite literally that goes against what they have said to me but like the i don't even want to like I don't even want to like <laughs> like entertain this idea like this false sense of security that like they'll love me no matter what or cuz they've literally like I like you guys understand I literally have memories specifically in middle school where they would say to me they would laugh they'd be like we don't love you no matter what like that's some an american thing like my point is I'm justified in how I'm reacting it is not my fault that they've just forgotten about that because the thing is that was both my mom and my dad i remember that vividly like them like my dad had come visit us and he was like laughing with her like they literally call like all of these things american and it's just like i remember being a kid like how is that american and it's like maybe it is american but i'm like well then what are you trying to say about your own culture like you don't really understand what you're talking about 
where you're like oh like we're not gonna love you no matter what like i will never like i remember just being like 12 13 i think it was 13 i was 13 and just being like you guys sound fucking crazy <laughs> just being like you sound insane and it's like i get it you know because of like culture and like molly and whatever where it's like oh you need to follow these principles but it's like and y'all just y'all just gonna abandon your kids like that like could never be me anyway anyway so um anyway but um but my point is i like this is where it all comes from and i'm fucking scared like i'm scared bro i'm scared i'm gonna get kicked out like i'm scared and i have no place to go i've been trying so hard to find another place to go so that i could live my life live my truth without bothering them without impeding onto them without them looking at me like wow we're such failures or she is such a failure like i try to put distance in between us okay i try to protect them from this truth But alas, I failed at that. And I am fucking terrified to see what's going to happen. And I I can't sit here like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, they love me no matter what. And a lot of people, when they see the relationship, that's how they feel. But unfortunately, I can't just switch it up, especially not right now. I can't because I'm like, well, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what people have not realized or noticed um i'm just i'm scared like you guys don't know i'm so scared and um we'll see what happens we will see what the fuck happens but but yeah and i just feel like my mom and my dad are very very similar i just think that one is confrontational and one is not so yeah i i'm afraid pray for me okay another segment redirect so now you're about to hear the so the last 30 minutes of this podcast um is what i originally had posted when i was going through like kind of an emotional um release and vent and just culmination volcanic eruption like just just this dramatic um experience and these dramatic feelings um and yeah so i just wanted to transition and that's what you're about to listen to and i hope that the first i think like hour of this podcast um could give you some context into why i reacted like this in the very first place when i woke up this morning all right thank you guys bye enjoy as much as you can i cry i cry so you know (laughs) Hello, so I am writing this, or not writing it, but speaking this because when I die, I just want everyone to know what the fuck happened, right? So I'm gonna fucking kill myself, like dead ass on some real shit. Like, as we speak, I'm trying to like go to a mental hospital because like I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm literally always scared that I'm going to die because. I'm really just this close to killing myself. And the thing is, it's not because of past friendships. It's not because of um, 
necessarily the things that have happened in the past year i finally understood no i want to fucking kill myself because i don't know how to get free from this household i don't know how to get free from this family like i just don't know what to do i don't know what to do i don't know how to be free i don't know how to get away i tried my fucking best and it all fell apart because they just ended up being quote-unquote fake-ass friends with someone who's exactly like the people in this fucking family and i just i can't deal with it i can't deal with it i'm tired of looking like the villain i'm tired of looking like this horrible person when all i'm trying to do is get the fuck out of here because I hate being here. I hate being here because I'm not understood. No one tries to understand me. No one gives a shit about me. They don't even try. It's just this constant reaction without ever once fucking thinking logically. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I'm trying, okay? If you don't like the way that I'm trying, then say that, okay? Then fucking say that, okay? So you know what the answer is gonna be? I'm going to try to find a fucking mental hospital so that I can go be there and fucking heal because I can't heal here. It just causes more and more issues. Okay, my mother is having a fucking gasket because she found out that I drink and smoke weed. And I'm like, girl, that doesn't make me an addict. Guess what? A psychiatrist checked me. I'm not a fucking addict okay i drink and i smoke because i'm american i was born and raised here i don't see it as a bad thing the way that she does but is she gonna accept that no no no, no. she's not gonna accept that instead what's she gonna do she's gonna go crazy she's gonna sit there and go crazy she's gonna make herself go fucking crazy and it's like girl leave me alone just leave me alone just leave me the fuck alone like disown me do whatever you just leave me alone jesus christ the only thing that i would really miss is the fact that she freezes food and leaves it in the freezer and i can warm that shit up and eat it okay but besides that i don't i don't fucking care just leave me alone just leave me alone and i don't trust my dad because i feel like he would literally just sit there and fucking be on her side like i feel like he would just be on her side like i feel like for him he's currently going through whatever the fuck he's going through and doesn't really care about what other people are going through but just more so cares about his issues and not to necessarily say that he's selfish or to vilify him for this honestly he's in a very shitty fucking position right now i do not blame him for focusing on himself and only himself okay but at the end of the day i am just trying to get the fuck out of here i swear to god i know it doesn't seem like it but i'm trying my best but i have so much trauma okay that i can't even keep a fucking job because i have so much trauma that starts from my fucking childhood and i'm just trying bro i'm trying so i just want to be left alone this bitch needs to move out. Just go fucking do something somewhere else and just leave me alone. Like, you guys don't fucking understand. Sometimes I just wish I was never born so that I would never have to fucking deal with this shit. So I never had to deal with this family. So I never had to deal with any of this shit. Because I didn't ask to be born, okay? I didn't ask to be born in this country. Being the only one born in this country, I didn't ask for any of this shit, okay? I didn't ask for any of it. And so constantly being treated like i'm this selfish villain who just does a bunch of shit and doesn't care about how other like it's just like bro i'm trying so hard and she won't fucking leave me alone she won't leave me alone just forget i fucking exist and it's so hard it's so 
hard because I'm in therapy and she's talking about setting boundaries but it's like it's just gotten to a point where there is just I can't even set a boundary I'm just like no leave me alone just leave me alone just leave me alone just leave me alone just leave me alone I don't even smoke and drink that much, but God forbid I do. She's always fucking watching me like a goddamn hawk that as soon as she sees it, it becomes this whole big deal. And it's like, bro, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Jesus Christ. And it's like, and even if I try to explain this to her, she would just think about how it hurts her feelings. How she just like, bro, I don't care about you anymore. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Like, I don't care about you. I don't care about your feelings. Like, just leave me alone. Like, you focus on your feelings. Like, you go make yourself happy. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone, bro. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Like, I literally am saying all this in a fucking podcast for any fucking random ass person to hear because I'm just so, I'm literally, my back is up against the wall. I can't even get up. I try. I try. I try. I can't do this shit anymore, bro. I cannot do this shit anymore. Because it's not even that I think it's impossible for me to get better. It's not even that I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, no, this bitch won't leave me alone. Like, she just won't. Just, Just let me heal on my own. It's too late, bro. Well, bro, this shit started in my childhood. Was she there? No, she wasn't there. She wasn't there emotionally. She didn't give a shit about my feelings. She never cared. She just cared about herself and how she felt, what she was going through. And I empathized with that. I understood that. But now, I don't care. I don't care because I spent my whole life caring. And it just didn't fucking matter. I don't care anymore. Just leave me alone. Like, shit is already hard enough. And I just can't take this shit anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't. And no matter what I do, no matter how hard I try to vocalize my feelings, I become the villain. I'm gaslit. It's turned on me. She attacks me. And it's just like, bro, leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Because at this point, it's not even that she's the source of all my problems. It's just that she's making it worse. Like, bro, I am trying my fucking best. I'm trying my best. That's all, that's all I can offer. Myself, the world, the people. That's all I can offer. And if that's not enough for you, that's your own fucking problem. Leave me alone. The cruelty. She's so mean. And it's just like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I do understand. I used to be like this where you think that just because you love someone, that it makes your actions justified. And that's not true. 
if anything, you being in love or you loving someone is the fucking detriment. It makes people wish you didn't love them. It makes people wish that you just would go away. And I just, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about all the times where I've possibly made people feel like this and I'm just so sorry. I'm sorry. And the thing is too is that like I don't even want to sit here and say these things to my mom because it's like I don't hate her. I just want her to leave me alone. Like I like I wish I could just make her understand where it's like I'm 25 years old. What you could have done, that time has already passed. When I went through this in high school, you could have been used there, but you weren't utilized there. So just let it go. Middle school, you weren't there. Let it go. Elementary school, you weren't there. Let it go. What has led us to this present has already passed. So just let it go. So that I can do what I need to do and heal myself. Because I don't know how hard I have to apologize. How many times I have to apologize, bro. It's too much. It's too much. And I just can't handle it. And I know that things will get better. I know that. But it is so hard to keep holding on when it feels like the very thing you're holding on to, the very thing that you're using for support is stabbing your hands. Like, I don't even know how to word. It's like bobbed wire. You just want to let it go so that the pain of the barbed wire can stop. But if you let go, you'll fall into this abyss and where will you go? I feel like I'm going to die. Like, I feel like that is literally the only, only thing I have left. It's the only, only option that I have left is death because I'm tired I'm fucking tired. And I swear to God, I'm trying my best. And then I just think about this stalker guy and all of these fears that I have of him trying to kill me because he's fucking insane. And because he also has this weird obsession with, like, love. And he hasn't bothered me. He hasn't bothered me. So this is all very mental so, so far. Like, since I got the police involved, he has not bothered me. But I saw him two nights ago. And that shit shook me. Where I'm like, bro, why are you here? Go somewhere else. He has nowhere else to go. Because he fucked everything up. 
And I feel like I'm the same way. I mean, in a completely different way, but... It is just too much, bro. It's too much. I'm tired of people hearing me say my truth as if it's a personal fucking attack. Saying that I want you to leave me alone is just what it is. Just leave me the fuck alone. Whatever the hell you have to deal with because of that, that's your business, not mine. You just can't. And like I said, I just think about all the times where I've made someone feel like that. I made people feel like that. Where they're just like, leave me alone and I didn't leave them alone. And I feel bad. But it's so hard not to feel like this is all a fucking punishment. Because it's like, how am I going to grow and gain from this? Like I said in the last episode, I feel like all my efforts were just a waste of fucking time. Having a good character, caring about integrity, caring about empathy, compassion. What has that given me? Except vilification. And humiliation. And yeah, I made mistakes, but like, I apologized for them when I could. I owned up to them. And it just doesn't matter. It didn't matter. So I ask myself, What's the point of me living? Truly, what's the point of me living? When I can't even heal from the child molestation that I went through, from the emotional neglect that I went through, from growing up in this racist world, from the times that I was raped, the times where people were cruel to me, because they knew that I wouldn't stand up for myself. The times where people humiliated me when I was already, already so close to losing my life and my mental and everything from the cruelty that permeates this world. Like, I just want to heal from that. And I can't. Everything I do now, I feel ashamed of, no matter what it is that I do. I feel ashamed for being happy when I feel happy. I'm ashamed for feeling sad when I feel sad. I just, I don't know what more there's left for me to do.
besides die. And I don't hate anyone. I really don't. I just want to be left alone. That's it. I don't want to fight. I don't want to argue. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Because my mom may not believe this, but I do care about my life. And I do care about giving myself a good life. It's just my definition of a good life is not the same as hers. It doesn't look the same. It will never look the same. And that's not... And this is why it's so dangerous to see things as good and bad, black and white. Because it's just not like that. Shit is just different. Anyway, I'm just tired, so tired, and I'm so tired of feeling like I'm trying as hard as I can while standing in the same fucking place. It's like trying to remove this energy, push this energy. Your body just isn't moving and you're doing everything that you can inside, but your body isn't moving. In last episode, I talked about the pain. That's the pain. Is all this energy internally just being exercised, but never ever having the freedom to exercise it physically. The agency, the ability. And I'm just so stuck. And I just, I can't even, as I say all of these things, I just, I just find myself beating myself up, remembering all these horrible things that people in my own family said to me. And not just immediate, extended. Or people just laugh at you for being sad, or they laugh at you for crying, or they laugh at you for being a human being. They laugh at you instead of having empathy. And then they laugh at you for having empathy. It's just too much, bro. And I just had to share this where it's like, if I fucking kill myself, it wasn't to spite anyone. And it wasn't because I couldn't reach for the stars. It was because I was tired. I'm just tired of dealing with the people who surround me all the time. No matter how hard I try. What does it matter? When you try and try and it brings you nowhere. cares about my writing my pieces I care but that's not gonna do anything 
who cares about this podcast? I care. That's not going to do anything. All it does is keep giving me the will to live. But then I just ask myself, why would I want to still have the will to live? So I can keep experiencing this pain? I can't even stand up to my mom because all I think about is how she's going to use this to victimize herself. Like she does everything. She's going to go around calling people. Being like, she just did this to me. She just did that to me. She just did this to me. And it's just like, bro. Just leave me alone. That's all I want. Just leave me alone. And unfortunately, I am still trying to find a job and I'm still struggling with my mental health. So, I don't know. If I were to get kicked out, I'd probably just kill myself because honestly, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep fighting. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, I'm not going to, we're not going to keep doing this. It's just not worth it. I don't think it's worth it. There is nothing in my life. The only light at the end of the tunnel is, like, imagination. Like, there's literally nothing for me to look forward to. There's nothing. Everything that there is to look forward to is all conceptual. That's not enough. It's just not enough concepts aren't real so if i kill myself and when i die and you're just like what the fuck listen to this episode this is not about like oh my mom's reason why i killed myself again no that's not the point that she's just she's just this situation but there's always something there's always something that i'm fighting all the time and it's this idea that what other people think of me matters more than what i think of myself and the reason why is because it doesn't matter what I think of myself. Because if everybody else agrees to look at me a certain way, everybody else will treat me in a certain way. And I could be the smartest person, the kindest person, the coolest person, and it wouldn't fucking matter. I would still face the consequences of being a horrible person, a shitty person, a villain. But if there's any last things I should say too, because I really feel like I'm gonna die. Like I just really just don't think this is gonna end well and that makes me so sad. Because I I like living, but what's the point? (laughs) Like literally what's the point? Like there's no point. Anyway, that's what it feels like to be black. That's what it feels like to be a marginalized person. And that's what people don't get. 
because everyone is so focused on the things that they read and sounding smart. For me, I can live with the black thing. What I can't live with is having no reprieve from being a villain. At home, I'm villainized for my American traits. And then in the outside world, I'm vilified for my African traits. Specifically, anyway, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And I want to acknowledge, because again, as I sit here, I'm thinking about how my words can hurt other people and affect other people. Which everyone thinks that I don't think just because I still say the truth. Like, bitch, I'm still going to say the fucking truth. (laughs) But my mom, I'd like to think she did her best. Even though I just feel like that's wishful thinking. I like to think that my dad did his best with what he could living the traumas living with the traumas that he has I like to think that my brother does the best that he can although he very much likes to pick and choose and none of those things make them bad people it makes them normal this is how normal people are they do their best conditionally just is what it is anyway I'm exhausted I don't even feel like I have room to be exhausted I don't feel like my feelings are valid I don't feel like my actions are justified I feel like no matter what I do I'm a horrible person and you can always blame everything on me because that's literally what I've gone through from the moment I was born My mom would literally come home from work, hella depressed, hella upset, like, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't even be here. Constantly. Then my brother being like, well, they do everything that they do for you. I didn't ask. I literally did not ask to be born. I did not ask for everything that came after. That was their choice. And if they're not happy with their choice, that's not my fault. It's not fair to ask a child to be what you want them to be. That, they're, that literally goes against their nature. They're humans. Let them be human in the way that they're meant to be. Not this doll of what you think they should be or how they should be. fucking suck bro and nothing's worse than when the people who suck the most are in your family because honestly at this point i'm like like i said if i were to get kicked out i would straight up just think about killing myself like i'm being dead ass like i would just honestly just like rearrange plan for it give my things away and then just like jump off a bridge because like 
I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna leave this for something that I know is much worse which is literally the outside world and being homeless being on the street having to like be at like what was it like be at will like you're at the will of other people honestly I already feel like that now so like why would I leave to do this somewhere else with complete strangers I'm not I would just die <laughs> so hopefully I find a mental hospital to check into where I can just be away from here and focus on my mental health I don't know how that will make anything better because I don't know if it'll give me the time to, you know, actually heal or actually get better. Like, still need a job to, you know, fund a life. And I just don't know if that's... <laughs> just, all of these things are just, they, they just seem so unrealistic right now. And so, if I die young, like, y'all know why. Again, reiterating it, it's not because of anyone specific. It's just because the way this shit is set up, I'm tired. And it's not like I can even look back at the past and be like, I want that again because I don't want that again. <laughs> like, like, I literally don't want anything that's happened before it happened ever again. Ever. Nothing even remotely like it. So, R.I.P. <laughs>